Hey Young Gods, I'm your host Rodney Amokache and you're welcome to the Young God Podcast, a podcast for gods. How's it going? How you doing? The year is almost ending and I don't know how to feel, mostly because it's 2020 and if you're familiar with numerology, 2020 is a very significant year for many, many reasons. First of all, years like these where the first two digits match the second two digits like 1919 1818 only come once in a century therefore being alive in 2020 will be very special not everyone gets to be alive in these special years so we gotta make it count then you think of the fact that 2020 is used to describe perfect vision so it's like the year 2020 could signify a time to see and understand things better an evolution spiritually mentally and emotionally and intellectually too can't forget that and financially you know what just evolve my niggas also the fact that organizations have been known to use 2020 as the benchmark or milestone for their goals is very telling think about all the vision 2020 agendas that have been around for for the past few decades even nigeria had one but it failed to meet it in typical fashion 2020 is also a leap year yeah it's a leap year it is also the year that the u.s will be having its most important election probably in our lifetime will trump be impeached will he win a a, a second term or will he or will a more qualified and better candidate win and this election this year in fact will shape the next 101 years up until 2121 which is the next special year after this so we as a world we need to individually and collectively agree to make the right decisions and think long term so that we can all benefit from a brighter future it's so key man it's 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 so urgent you don't even know so you can you can expect many amazing things in 2020 good and bad but i choose to focus on growth on the mental, on being better. I like to think that 2020 is very representative of the God mentality. This is the time to see more and be more, man. And to this effect, there are some ways of thinking that should be left in the old decade, man. Once 2019 drops on December 31st, we gotta just leave some shit behind. We should be more progressive, more open, more focused on high level thinking in all aspects of our lives and the first thing I want to tackle is this idea that there are toxic people and then there is us the unproblematic you know perfect victim people (laughs) and one of the prevailing pieces of advice that has been making the rounds this year is avoid toxic people every small thing you see one post on Instagram story or some fake hook account saying avoid toxic people and it sounds like good advice doesn't it but I'm here to tell you that it's not it's one of those mentalities we have to leave behind my thinking is is that person really toxic or do we just suck at dealing with people who don't agree with us you feel me and after shaking this toxic table I will lighten things up with a segment featuring a series of poems I recited live in front of an audience at this open mic event um, a few weeks ago. 
four poems in total, each one covering a different theme, but the most provocative of them all was the one that's the one that got the people going was a poem called I want to finance your finance yeah you heard right <laughs> I want to finance your finance and it's a tribute to women who are just so irresistible I want to give them your time money and TLC and the best thing about that segment is you get to hear the audience as they react to my recitation it was really really cool actually and I'm really happy I did that so so those are the things you can expect over the next 30 minutes on the Young God podcast so put on your headphones ensure you will not be disturbed and let's get into it happy listening someone what he or she means when they say someone is toxic. They'll probably give all kinds of reasons why the label is justified. Perhaps it's something the person did or said and how it made them feel. But if you really listen, they're basically describing either someone they don't like, don't agree with, or someone who doesn't fit their personal biases of what a person should be like or how a person should behave. Or maybe the person has opinions that triggers them. And to them, the best defense against toxic people is to avoid them. I've noticed that when someone calls another person toxic, it's usually the unself-aware pot calling the kettle black. (laughs) Do you feel me? Yeah, did I call you out? Are you triggered? Is this podcast too toxic for you? Are you going to avoid me now? (laughs) Please, keep your headphones on and take it like a god, okay? You're here for a reason. But before I get holier than thou on you guys, let me ask some simple questions, just so we're on the same page, okay? Is she toxic, or do you just suck at managing and understanding people? Is he toxic, or are you just projecting your fears and insecurities on them? Is she toxic... Or is it just a case of it takes one to know one, as in you're toxic too, you just don't know it, and it happens more than you think? I ask because, based on our general use of the word toxic, I guess everybody is toxic to someone. Even Jesus was toxic to the Pharisees and the Romans. So it's often a matter of perception and misunderstanding of the word. And it's just always easier to label someone toxic because it's way harder to actually calm down and see them for who they are and not who we expect them to be. I mean, the world is full of all kinds of people and each of those people have some hidden value that can only be revealed through understanding. Not everyone is an angel that exists to make you feel good about yourself. Some people are just here to test us Some people are gifts hidden under layers of trash. Yeah. 
And I think you have to be open to that possibility before you label someone toxic. It's like, it's like calling life itself toxic because it's hard when it's just life. The same applies to people. Next time you hear someone refer to another person as toxic, listen closely because it might have nothing to do with the other person and more to do with the, the, the person doing the labeling. We label everything that we are not equipped to handle as toxic. Think about it. It's that victim shit that is so pervasive today. Being the, the, be, being the victim is so in season and we got to leave that shit behind come 2020. There's a, there's a saying I like very much and it goes to do something like, like, nature has decided that that which cannot defend itself will not be defended. Nature has decided that that which cannot defend itself will not be defended. I'm going to let you think on that for a second. But I won't lie, man. Toxic people do exist. They do. But I reserve the term for people who have a, a track record, an objective reputation for bringing out the worst in others. As in, it's not just a perception thing. It's a general consensus. They have a habit of being psychopathic, sociopathic, and hurtful to the ones they love strangers, and even themselves. I also reserve the term for those who complain, nag, and play victim all the damn time. Those people who dwell on the negatives and are just never a part of the solution. Those who draw, oh yeah, those people who draw misfortune on themselves especially deserve the term toxic. Then there's the people who are who are incurably unhappy and unstable. Even I would tell you to avoid them because their energy is contagious as fuck. But you just can't have a disagreement with a person and then call them toxic. That just doesn't work that way. Uh, it doesn't. So that's that. For now, I'll be back after the break. Just uh, a quick word from my... My lovely sponsors. You guys know me as the host of this amazing podcast. But when I'm not podcasting, I run a creative agency that builds brands and creates experiences for businesses. It's called Able Creative. As a business owner, you're competing with hundreds of other businesses who offer similar products and services. If you're going to stand out, you're going to need a well-defined brand that connects deeply with your audience. This is where we come in. We are the creative upper class. When it comes to ideas, we're in a different tax bracket. We help our clients build their business brands using a combination of strategy and creativity to astonishing effect. So if you're an entrepreneur, experienced or just starting out, visit our website, evocreativehouse.com. That's avocreativehouse.com. Let's make magic together. I'm back. I'm still your host, Rodney, and I'm still on the matter of labeling people toxic and then avoiding them. I think my biggest bone is the avoiding part. Running from your problems is never a good idea. In fact, it's the worst advice. 
and would even go as far as calling the people who share such messages on social media as the toxic ones because running away creates more problems. The best way to get better at dealing with difficult people and difficult situations is to face them, to expose yourself to them with a thick skin and an elastic heart. Develop a resistance for difficult situations by exposing yourself to them. It's easy to avoid strangers or acquaintances who seem toxic. But what about your parents, your siblings, your spouse? Do you now run away from them too? It's why ghosting is so prevalent these days. It's why couples break up over things they could have weathered with a little more patience and understanding. What about yourself? You may later find out you're the toxic one in the situation. There's nowhere to run in that case, bruh. You have to face it and fix it. I mean, of course, you can't be friends with everybody, and some people just aren't right for you, but I think it's just good to be a little bit discerning. Life is short, or long, depending on the decisions you make. And the more people you have on your side, the better. The more people you get along with, the more options you have. Life is hard, yo. And apart from your friends who love you unconditionally, at least I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. You need people who get along with you enough to do favors for you, to lend you money, maybe even tell you the truth from time to time. Oh, and this is very important. We need someone who can tell us the truth. We need those people, man. And if you think about it, the people who have a knack for telling us the truth are the ones we are quickest to label as toxic. That's interesting, isn't it? So yeah, you need all kinds of people. And their value may not be immediately clear as day. You just need to keep an open mind sometimes. Take people as they are. The same way you would take the thorns in a rose. And maybe the effort will pay off in the long term. Maybe not. But you just can't label someone toxic and avoid them every time they stress you out. That's bitch nigga behavior. That's some weak shit. Yeah, keep your distance from people who stress you out. But only to regroup, de-stress, and figure out a way forward. Because you can't cut people out of your life all day. Because you can cut people out of your life all day if you like. But unless you do the deeper work of understanding the dynamic between you both, the same situation will appear in other relationships time and time again. And if you cut people off too much, what happens? You end up with a tree without leaves. You end up with, with nothing. And I know a lot of people who, ha- who suffer mental health issues because... They just cut people off too much. You cut off people that could help you. Cut off people who could tell you the truth. Cut off people that, you know, have value that you don't see because you're so blind and so self-absorbed. Yeah. Not everyone will click with you on day one. Some people require a process. Average people... Lesser people form whole opinions on first impressions. Imagine summing up an entire infinite being's life 
on a first impression. Have some humility, man. Wisdom is knowing that nothing is ever as it seems, whether the first impression is negative or positive. There's just so much in play at any given time to make an informed decision. Let's take a break real quick, huh? Rodney's back, and we're still on the matter of toxic people and avoiding them. And I just want to say in this final part of this topic, let's put this whole toxic people stuff behind us and work to understand people's motives and psychological needs. That's what we're here for. Let's be better, man. We all spend time learning all kinds of skills in art, business, and science, but how much more important it would be to learn people with whom you must live and die. You might just think about it. And one of my, my personal goals is to master people as well as I can master any other skill in my arsenal. Mastering people only makes those other skills more potent. So if you're, if you're good at photography, being good at understanding people will only make your work better and life easier. Same for a lawyer and doctor and anything else we think is important in this world. You need to be able to like, I'm not even saying get along with people, but at least understand them so you can make the best decisions and not get in your feelings every single time. You know what I'm saying? And this is so important to me now. Everyone is valuable. I try to get over myself and let people just be themselves. Whatever I see, I take until they prove otherwise. And it's brought me so much peace. And I've made so many nice connections. And just life is just so much more vibrant when you look at things that way. Expect nothing and gain everything. I've read books that reveal the fundamentals of human nature to me so I can confidently thrive in any situation. And I advise you to do the same. And when you read all those books... There is one thing they have in common. Treat people as they are. Even the Bible says something similar. Just accept people as they are. And you will see your worldview change. Become, become a student of human nature. Instead of letting lesser men affect your mental state. People are complex enough. Imagine adding your own biases and emotions to the mix. What do you expect to happen? Chaos, man. Chaos. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So maybe, wait, maybe a person isn't particularly toxic. Right? Maybe, maybe people aren't toxic, but when you add fear, misunderstanding, and ignorance to the mix, toxic situations then arise. I think that's fair, right? It's not that people are toxic. It's that we don't know how to deal with toxic situations. I think that's better. And it's, and it's, it's just that people prefer to play the, 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 the blame and shame game than see the situation for what it really is. Like, it's just easy to refer to someone as toxic without realizing that your own behavior is in fact causing them to lash out in harmful ways. I noticed this in my relationship with an ex and my relationship with my 
immediate younger sister. Sure, they could have managed the emotions better, more effectively, but I wasn't helping things either. It was later, 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 like a year later, that I became conscious of the fact that my actions, my, my actions were in fact bringing out the worst in them. If you asked me then, I would have called them toxic morning, noon, and night. I would have pointed the finger at them without a second thought. But we thank God for growth, because now I realize that I was a toxic one. Or rather, I contributed to the toxic situation. So before I cast that stone, I make sure to think and to check if there's something about me that's aggravating things. And one final thing. I will leave you with a final thought on the matter. It is, it is something that is really, really poignant. And it is what I believe to be the ultimate manifestation of the God mentality when it comes to dealing with people. The way I see it, if you don't like someone, it simply means you need to get to know them better. Yeah. That is the exact opposite of the avoiding them advice that people give these days. If you don't like someone, get to know them better. If you are truly non-judgmental, if you're truly about peace and, and utilizing the best in people, then you might want to consider this. Personally, I don't want the burden of not liking someone on my mind. You get I can keep my distance because they are a liability in some way or, or form, but to actively not like someone is too big a burden to bear, man. In my experience, when you get to know someone, especially if it's someone you don't like, when you get to know them a bit better, it doesn't change the fact that they are problematic or trash or not good for you. It just makes it so that I'm able to understand why they are the way they are. And realize that it's not personal. You feel me? Imagine dedicating emotional real estate to someone you don't like. <laughs> just, just imagine how silly that is. To have a compartment for people you actively remind yourself, I don't like this person. So that when you see them or when you think of them, you can feel some type of way. That is silly as hell. And I'd rather be indifferent and let them be who they are than carry that I don't like him or her energy on my head. Could never be me. Not anymore. I mean, God, you. There's just too much to achieve, too much to do, too much love and light and God in this world. And I, I, I choose to see things a little bit different. It's just a really high level way of thinking about things and seeing the world. It's not something everyone can pull off. That's why it's God level. But if you're listening to this, if you've gotten this far, then maybe you can find your way. Let's just wean ourselves from this idea that we are the normal ones and there are toxic people out there to get us. We are all fucked up. Know that. Accept that and work every day, one floor at a time. And as you do the work, you realize that a lot of those toxic traits you attribute to others are present within you. And then you can calm the fuck down and get over yourself. And that's that on the matter. Whew. Mm. 
Thank you for listening. I hope I made sense. I hope it's something you're willing to consider, you know, implementing in your own life as we enter 2020. And if you have any feedback, counter-arguments, or suggestions, please know that you can leave a voice message at any time and it would appear on future episodes of the show. Just click the link in the description of this episode and you'll be able to record right from your device. All right? So that said, let's move on to the next segment where I recited a poem at open mic night. Let's lighten things a bit. This is about to get fun. Okay. So, my first poem is called Legacy, and it's um, something I wrote just thinking about the affirmations that I... Can I sit down? Yes, please. And can I put on my shushi sunglasses for a second? They sponsor the podcast. (laughs) All right. All right, all right. So, it's called Legacy, and uh, it's... Just me recognizing my power as a creative individual, you know, as a person, as a one of one in this great big world that we live in. So here we go. I'm frightened. Will they remember me like they remember the Titans? Death's pressure upon me like a constricting python. Every day it squeezes tighter and tighter, but I'm a fighter. A beast of a man with his soul on fire. A lover, a brother, a poet, a writer. A lover, a brother, a poet, a writer. A creator. Making marvels is in my nature. I am not an onlooker, I am a participator. Life has happened to me and I've made sure to repay her. My debt is not in fulfilling outdated customs or adhering to impractical traditions. It is to stay true to myself with frightening precision. It is to stay true to my spirit with every decision. It is to dig deep and bring my dreams to tangible fruition. Love, peace, and truth are my noble mission. I feel like I'm 20. I may live till I'm 70. Whatever happens in between, I hope to die empty. Leaving no stone unturned, acting on every lesson learned, and mending all bridges burned. I came to this world with naught, but I hope to leave behind a plenty. To leave behind the beautiful stench of my soul, like sweat upon the very fabric of time. Forever haunting the peripheries of history, a life shrouded in a bit of mystery, an enigma, misinterpreted and misunderstood, but ultimately a force for good. The revolution may not be televised, but I'm sure my contribution will be immortalized. Thank you. Now, this is a much shorter poem. It's called The Grind. And if you're someone who has a lot to achieve in this life, who feels like there's a lot to get done, and there's a lot of distractions out there trying to like pull you in different directions. This is just my ode to the hustlers, the doers, 
Let's get it. While others are fast asleep dreaming, you're wide awake scheming, applying yourself, denying yourself the short-term pleasures for the long-term treasures. Nights spent alone doing the Lord's work, trying to make ends meet, trying not to accept defeat. You have goals, you have plans, you have targets. You have haters and clowns trying to spoil your market. You have needs, you have wants, but no time. You're, all, you're only a choice away from turning to crime. But your mental strength is the stuff of legend. You see a challenge to overcome where others see a dead end. You have seen the promised land and you will claim what's yours, but not before you prove your worth. Look around you and hear the complainers. They moan about this and groan about that. Put on your headphones and drown them out, for the world is yours, without a doubt. Thank you. This next one is called Infinite, and it's, uh, it's me exploring the duality of my nature. You know, we're never just one thing. Even if we're more, um, we're more to, to one side of the spectrum at either moment of time, but in general, we're both chaos and, and order, and this poem is me trying to like explore that. You ready? Yeah. Can I get some feedback, please? Yes. All right. I am the problem and the solution. The dilemma and the decision. The light and the shadow. The bow and the arrow. I am the hunter and the hunted. The wanter and the wanted. The thunder and the lightning. The blackening and the lightning. Oh, sorry. The blackening and the whitening. Typo, sorry. <laughs> I'm the creature and the creator. The calm before the storm. I'm everything and nothing. I'm infinite. Can I get a close-up right here? I am infinite. <laughs> yes, we're just about done. Now, this next one is um, about a relationship I had. And, and this, is really, this is really cool because some relationships are meant for the short term, you know? Full of passion, short-lived, but fulfilling and amazing either way. And this is just me, like, adding value to a woman's life in all kinds of ways. All kinds of ways. You know, just making her surrender and feel things. All right, you ready? <laughs> I like that. I want to finance your finance. I want to make your dreams come to pass. I want to kiss you in beautiful places and fill all your empty spaces. I want to whisper sweet nothings and eat you out like freshly baked muffins. I want to tell you that you're the one even though we both know we're only having fun. I want to give you gifts you didn't ask for. And maybe you go down and return the favor. Allow me to reiterate. I want to finance your finance. I want you to discipline my lion ass. I want to split it and lick it like an Oreo. I don't know what's worse, my sweet tooth or my libido. I want to ruin you for the next dude. Make him pay like the rents do. 
How this will end, only God knows. But I guarantee the high will be worth the lows. So don't think too much. Just come with me. And I'll make you flow like the seven seas. All this and more will come to pass. Just let me finance your finance. And, you know, the, uh, the gods were pleased with this one. Now, the last one, this is the last one, and this is advice of mine. And if you're a lonely guy out there, you understand, you relate to this. Okay? But uh, let's end on a, on a provocative note. <laughs> oh no, we're just getting started here. Okay, you ready? Bad bitches. You know what I'm talking about? Bad bitches. Good weed. That's all I need. Indeed, if you cut me, I bleed. Hot blood. My friends call me hot rod. Young God, self-assured, fully flawed, born abroad, South Korea to be exact. I spit nothing but fact. My stories are non-fiction. The microphone is wet because my words are seduction. Sensual eruption, chaos, disruption. I am one of one, one and done. And you will miss me when I'm gone. I'm gone. Go check out the Young Guts podcast. This is just the tip of the expert. I'm Rodney. Thank you very much. It's all in the day's work. like this episode don't forget to subscribe share and follow me on ig at the young god pod and on twitter at i am the young god slide in my dms anytime send me a message comment on my post and i'll be happy to hear from you i'll respond and let's build a community of people who are just doing the most trying to be better working on excellence and are just dope yo from one go to another, Rodney out.